Do you like to learn about random wild stuff? You know, the things you didn't think you needed to know about, then realize you should? Then welcome to Nothing Off Limits, the podcast that gives you one place to go for something different. Impress your next party guest with your unusual body of knowledge. And if you dig the show, get more information at ladyfoxentertainment.com and subscribe, rate, or review. Thanks. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Nothing Off Limits. Today, we're going to be talking all about transcendental meditation. We're going to find out what it is and what it can do for you. We're going to learn about it through our guest, Kathy Brooks. Kathy has a Master of Arts in SCI, which is the Science of Creative Intelligence, and has been a full-time certified teacher of the Transcendental Meditation Program for 40 years this year. She has taught hundreds of people the TM technique in various places in the U.S. and in India, and for the past years has been one of the co-directors of the Washington, D.C. TM Center. Please go to their website, tm.org, for more information. Welcome, Kathy. Hi, Michelle. How are you? I'm fine. How are you doing today? Great. I want to start by learning about your story. What drew you to TM to become a certified teacher for 40 years? Well, actually, uh, at the time I was in college uh, at Slippery Rock State College, and I, this is in Pennsylvania, and uh, I was an art student there. And I kept thinking, you know, there's got to be more. There's mm. got to be more to life than what I was experiencing. And I was feeling like I was missing something on the inside. Uh, I don't really know how I identified that or anything. It was so long ago. But I just felt that there was more and that I needed to do a meditation Now, uh, in those, you know how today there's all kinds of meditations. Well, in those days, (laughs) um, I had heard of Zen meditation. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I didn't know what it was, but I knew it was really difficult to do. And I thought, okay, I'm going to have to just suck it up, and this is what I'll have to do because I want to meditate. And uh, I remember very clearly that a friend of mine in dinner in the dining hall said, you know, there's this transcendental meditation, and it's easy. It's easy to learn. It's easy to practice. And I'm like, no way. There is no way that meditation is going to be easy and that I'm going to be able to learn how to do it. And there was a lecture actually on campus. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I went to it, and I fell in love with it. I thought, there's a connection between what the speaker is saying and and how he was uh, speaking and um, behaving. And I really like that because sometimes there's a disconnect between what people are saying and, and uh, you know, how what pr- is being projected. Sure. Yeah, totally. So, yeah. Which so is I why was... we keep this audio only. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 but I'm curious, though, how you even thought about meditation as this way to find out more. Like you felt like something was missing. You had this seeker... Uh, feeling, right? You needed to seek out something more. Um, You felt like something was missing um, or there was more to life. You were trying to find your purpose or whatever it was. How did you know meditation was the way to get it? Now, this is where it was so long ago that I'm not even sure. It must, it might have been something that I read, you Mm -hmm, know, where mm -hmm. just concept of meditation came up you know I was I remember driving down the road one time and there was a song that came on and it said it was just very cute and it was TM in the AM and the PM TM (laughs) TM I didn't even know what TM was but I remember singing the song so Hmm. 
kind of just been around at that time, you know, the concept of meditation. Mm-hmm. And I think the Beatles had been practicing. Yes, them, yes, yes, yes. So, and Marshy's name had been out, but I don't remember that particularly. So... That's interesting. TM and the AM and the PM. That's like, it's amazing how jingles get into our head, you know? So let's talk about TM. People are probably like, okay, TM, TM. So what is it? What is Transcendental Meditation? Okay, good. So TM is just a very simple, natural technique that we practice sitting comfortably in a chair with our eyes closed. It's a silent form of meditation, and we do it twice a day. Mm-hmm. for 20 minutes in the morning and 20 minutes in the evening. And the meditation itself is very easy. It's it's effortless to practice. And that isn't only just a nice feature. That's actually how it works. And that effortlessness is what uh, makes TM quite distinctive from other forms of meditation. Well, I'm curious, how is it so easy to do? Because I've tried to sit down and meditate, and I, I have not been trained in the TM technique. And so how could you just sit down and have it be so effortless? You said yourself, you're like, oh my gosh, how could I learn how to meditate? It seems so hard. Right, right. And a lot of people have tried different forms of meditation and feel like there is no way they're going to be able to um, meditate because Mm -hmm. they've had uh, unfortunate experiences. Mm -hmm. Or you can't sit still or or your mind is racing and you're thinking about, you know, how quickly you need to get this done so that you could get to your tasks for the day, (laughs) you know. So this is, these are all great points. So what happens in the TM technique? First of all, I I want to describe the mind. So if we imagine that the mind is like um, a cross section of a body of water, like you were to take the ocean and slice it vertically, you would notice that there were waves on the surface And sometimes on the ocean, you could have very high waves in a violent storm. But always and at all times, it would be completely quiet or still at the bottom of the ocean. Mm -hmm. Now, the mind is just like that. We have, we don't have waves particularly, but we have thoughts. I do. Well, everybody does. (laughs) I have big waves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Observations, things coming in through the senses. We're acting based on our thoughts. We're engaged with our world Mm -hmm. at the surface level or the conscious thinking level of the mind. Mm -hmm. Now, in TM, we begin to systematically settle down to quieter and quieter levels of the thinking process in a very easy and systematic way where we're taking this dive inward to these quieter levels of thought. And we can even transcend thought and experience what's called as the source of thought or a field of pure consciousness deep within. Wow. Now, it, it's, it's effortless because these quieter levels of the mind are very charming. And it's actually an infinite reservoir of energy and intelligence and creativity deep within us. And so when the mind is, uh, when we set the correct conditions, then the mind will naturally settle down in an effortless manner. And that's what we do in TM, because everyone has this field of pure consciousness deep within them. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you agree that the person who's attempting TM and this approach to getting to those deeper levels of thought, the, the stillness inside of us, that if they're not ready for it, if they're not seeking that type of stillness, that it'll be more difficult 
to get there? Or do you find that even people who are kind of skeptics can do it? <laughs> the, the technique is so simple and so um, effortless that anyone who can think of thought can learn how to do TM and can do it correctly uh, and can experience quieter levels of the thought process. For one thing, we're not trying to still the mind. Uh, we're not, oh. we, would, we would never ask you to relax or to get rid of thoughts or to sit with a, a blank mind, none of that. We just do this simple technique of allowing the mind to go inward to quieter levels of thought. And we do it by using um, a sound. You know how thought has two components to it? Uh, it has thought, or I mean, I'm sorry, we might want to take that out. So a thought has um, meaning and mm -hmm. also sound to it. Mm -hmm. And so meaning keeps the mind at the surface. Um, when we're thinking about uh, the meaning of something or uh, we're uh, following like a guided meditation or some instruction like that, that can hold up the mind more towards the surface. Huh. But if, if we use a sound and the sounds we use in TM are ancient sounds, they're called mantras. Mm -hmm. And if we use them correctly, the mantra will allow the mind to be lively but undirected, so naturally the attention can go inward to quieter, more charming levels of thought towards that source of thought or mm -hmm. that. So is this sound, is it something that you actually repeat out loud or is it something that you just think about? You think about this word, this sound. This is a silent form of meditation. Mm -hmm. And when we teach someone, when we give personal instruction in TM, uh, the certified teacher selects the correct sound for the the uh, person and also teaches them how to use the the mantra correctly because a mantra that's not used correctly is of very little value right so it's it's the two things the the mantra and then the correct technique for using the mantra mm -hmm. and that's what we teach in personal instruction so this is very interesting to me. So we always have that vision of, you know, the yogi uh, just chanting Om over and over and over. Yeah, and right, right. Um, it, what could that possibly do in a negative way to somebody who Om is not meant for? What could happen if they sit and chant Om? The thing is, is that I'm not really familiar with what would happen there, but I understand that that might be more for individuals in a recluse lifestyle. Uh -huh. <laughs> so, you know, we're all um, uh, in the world and engaged in the world, and we want to be focused and alert and uh, responsible to all of our different areas of responsibility. So um, that's why TM is so helpful, because it's a, it's a technique that can be used by anyone. Mm -hmm. You know, it was always thought that meditation was for a few people in that you had to go away to the mountains or give up all your worldly possessions, go right. meditate under a tree. And that's kind of a misunderstanding. That kind of thing might work for a few people, but for people that are engaged in day-to-day -day life um, and have responsibilities, there are forms of meditation that can be used and be quite successful in bringing about major changes and transformations 
in uh, the quality of life. Let's talk about those changes and transformations, like the real benefits of doing TM. Okay. So as I mentioned before, in TM, the mind settles down to quieter levels of thought. Now, this meditative state, um, there's actually a saying from one of the ancient Upanishads. It says, the peaceful, the blissful, the undivided is thought to be the fourth. That is the self that is to be known. So the self should be known. You know, that's what this is saying. And that it's the fourth. Well, what is the fourth? Well, every day we cycle through three states of consciousness, waking, sleeping, and dreaming. And each of these states is completely distinct and different from uh, the other state, you know, based on how the, um, the physiological correlates, based on um, the experience, you know, between the different states of consciousness, and also based on how the brain is functioning or what the brainwave signature is. Mm -hmm. So, you know, waking is different than sleeping or dreaming. Well, in TM, we actually experience a fourth state of consciousness. And this fourth state we call restful alertness, where the mind and body are very deeply at rest, and yet we're completely awake inside. Now, the scientists call this a hypo or lower metabolic physiological state. And what they've done is measured the parameters of this restful state. And they measure, this has been replicated any number of times. I think there's 32 different studies. And it looked at the blood lactate, the um, respiration rate, and also the galvanic skin response, all indicators of rest. Now, the importance of getting rest is that when um, we get a very profound state of rest, as we do in TM, that sets up the conditions for the, the body to actually throw off deeply rooted and accumulated stress and strain that sleep does not get rid of. Mm -hmm. you know, so I like you, that. Uh, yes, it's very helpful. So like doctors will say that 80 to 90% of uh, all different diseases are either caused or complicated by stress. And stress um, is like an epidemic in our society. Absolutely, It's really gotten out of control. And it's interesting how the mind is affecting the body in this way. It's causing disease states. Well, you know, also when we talk about stress, it's not just a mental thing. When we have like an overreaction to something in the environment, say uh, pressures at work or you're driving down the highway and the traffic has come to a standstill. <laughs> Road rage. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the body knots up. You know, the body has a physiological response to it. And those imbalances are what we call stressful responses. And that creates more and more imbalance in how the body functions. Mm. And these get stored and accumulated over time. And that's why things can start to go wrong with the body, why people have hypertension, why, um, you know, they have like anxiety, trade anxiety, or why um, there's death, heart attack and stroke at younger ages. It's all because of this intense buildup of stress that the body is storing. Mm -hmm. in, so in TM, we just set up the condition twice a day and we start to get rid of it. That sounds like a huge benefit to me. If you can affect <laughs> the body in such a way, 
that it reduces that stress or gets rid of that accumulated stress. And I would imagine that that's why you have to do it twice a day, because we can't avoid continued stressors in our environments. They're going to be happening, right? Oh, they, they don't change. We do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So that's the whole thing is your your life is just going to be what it is. And, and it could be all kinds of stressors. It can be from family or relationship situations. It could be, um, you know, just our, our jobs, our careers. It could be just um, events that take place in the news that can mm-hmm. upset us. Absolutely. You know, there's so many things that we're exposed to on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. So doing TM on a regular basis, does it give you the ability to fend off your stress reactions to things like that? Absolutely. And the reason is, is that when we practice it twice a day, we begin to not only get rid of the stress and have less stressful reactions to our environment, but the more we are meditating regularly, we actually begin to get rid of the backlog of stress. Mm-hmm. And so overall, the, what they find is that individuals just throughout the day feel more calm, more even, more easygoing, definitely more focused, more dynamic, more energetic, um, better able to uh, have broad comprehension and the ability to focus sharply. It's just that uh, you know, TM doesn't just make you laid back and easygoing, like, oh, yeah, everything's fine. It's it's that you become more engaged with the world, but you're not getting stressed out from it. Mm-hmm. And so the benefits are cumulative with regular meditation. That's great. Now, how does it work when somebody comes from trying other forms of meditation that have not worked for them and then trying TM? Is it difficult to make the switch? Well, I would say no. Um, I've taught yoga teachers and um, mindfulness teachers, and they, as long as they're not uh, putting their other practices at the same, you know, they're not practicing their other practices during the TM technique, then everything's fine. Mm-hmm. then uh, they can easily learn. Uh, it's so simple. We can teach children as young as 10 years old the adult sit-down meditation technique. Wow. So, Oh, that's actually a good point. At what age is a good age to start this, and how young is too young? Well, we actually have a, a, a form of meditation for young children's four to nine years old, and but we don't ask them to sit down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they do it while walking around, and, you know, it's a very easy thing for them to do, and so that's the children's technique. But at 10 years old, if they're mature, they can uh, uh, take the same course that adults do. Mm-hmm. Can I start with the children's technique, Kathy? Because <laughs> I, I don't know if I can sit down. <laughs> I'm sure that you would be able to easily do the adult meditation technique. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> do you actually set a timer? How do you know that 20 minutes is up? And, and can you play music in the background or must it be silent? These are good questions. We don't intentionally play music in the background, but if you're in a noisy location, like in the middle of an airport, um, you can sit down and have a completely fine meditation without a problem. So noise isn't a barrier to TM. Okay. So you don't. So you don't have to have a, a quiet environment. But if and if you have noise, it's it doesn't interfere. Okay, so if you're commuting to work or yeah, yeah. you know right. on on the train or whatever, um, right. you could close your eyes and do it there. 
as long as you have enough time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So the full 20 minutes is important. Mm -hmm. Um, What if you just start off with five minutes? Is that enough to get you going or does it have (laughs) to be the full 20? Because to me, and I I know you're laughing, but it's like, I'm sure that there are people out there who are like super crazy, busy people who are like 20 minutes, like I can't even get a workout in in the morning. I don't have time. How could I do 20 minutes in the morning and 20 minutes at night? Well, we do have a lot of individuals, especially in Washington, D.C., uh, and but I'm sure it's this way across, you know, around sure. the world. Sure, sure. Uh, and sometimes uh, it's just either a matter of priority or people find such a benefit mm. from practicing TM that they practice it very regularly. So they get up earlier uh, to get it done. Yeah, and mm-hmm. there's a, a hedge fund manager in New York Um that has his whole company doing this. And, you know, hedge fund managers are a little exacting and uh, they want results. And so uh, he allows time during the work day for people to practice their TM because he he knows that they'll be more effective. Mm -hmm. There's a show on TV uh, called Billions. I don't know if you've seen it, but um, Paul Giamatti's in it. It's a great show. And it's actually this hedge fund company. And it's the same thing in the show. The head honcho guy goes into his meditation room that is part of the corporate campus. (laughs) Yeah, it's yeah. So I think it's a thing. it's, It's a real thing. Very successful people know how much they need to have the full capacity of their mind and uh, TM actually when we practice it it brings about a state of uh, brainwave coherence we haven't talked about this Mm -hmm. but um, what happens when we meditate there's actually a certain type of brainwave that comes about with TM it's called slow alpha or alpha one waves and this is a very highly desirable uh, brainwave and it's not usually seen in other states of consciousness or other forms of meditation and the Mayo Clinic said it's uh, associated with a relaxed alert and happy uh, frame of mind so when we practice TM the brain uh, wave activity comes about in this um, slow alpha and then not only that it becomes what we call coherent The waves measuring the electroencephalograph from across different parts of the brain, the electrical activity begins to become synchronous or lined up, meaning that um, the waves are are coordinated with each other. And this happens uh, within TM, and not only that, but when it's practiced, when TM is practiced over time, this brainwave coherence extends into our activity with regular practice. And higher EEG is um, associated with increased creativity, concept learning, higher IQ, um, you know, a decrease in neuroticism. Um, the neurons- That's helpful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could see why a lot of celebrities use this. Because they have high stress lifestyles, they have to be constantly creative and focused. Right. I think there celebrities, we have lots of lawyers, we have lots of people in um, all kinds of the teaching professions, you know, there's students that do it, um, there's people in at-risk situations, veterans that uh, suffer from post-traumatic stress, mm-hmm. um, engage in TM and find it very helpful. Uh, 
yes, celebrities, we recognize them. It's it's great that they're, they've taken up TM. Um, uh, but every every person, I think, can improve their so quality of life. This is interesting when you brought up the, the soldiers who dealt with PTSD or who deal with it. And that made me start thinking about all kinds of other conditions. Does TM really operate that deeply within the body to improve potential disease states like heart attack, stroke, high blood pressure? You know, how deeply does it go? Can you get rid of cancer? Does it really operate that deeply, like at the DNA level? There was one uh, particular study that was a randomized controlled study done over three months. Individuals were, uh, you know, there was a control group that just had diet and exercise a progressive muscle relaxation group, and then a TM group. And in three months, the TM group had, on average, a reduction of 11 points, uh, reduction in the systolic blood pressure. Wow. So that study and other li- others like it actually inspired the American Heart Association to come out in 2013 and say that uh, doctors could prescribe TM to their hypertensive patients. That's awesome. Um, Yes. So this is something that's supported by the American Heart Association. This is not just some random form of meditation that people should know about. It's actually approved of, you know, at the government level, so to speak. Um, Well, the American Heart Association is a very powerful organization, and they wouldn't recommend this if if they didn't uh, review the research very carefully. Mm -hmm. And also, it was the only form of meditation they would give this recommendation for. So um, we actually have um, an organization of TM health professionals across the country that prescribe TM to their clients or their patients. And another study was interesting. Um, This, you know, TM is something you can do uh, for years, decades, and the benefits are cumulative. Mm -hmm. And one of the studies looked at the reduction of the rates of death, heart attack, and stroke. And this was a longitudinal study, so uh, for over about nine years. And they found that um, if individuals had been practicing uh, about five years, that they had a 47% reduction in the rate of death, heart attack, and stroke. Now, if they were meditating regularly twice a day, they had a 67% reduction in these life events. So, Kathy, you've been doing it for 40 years. Are you going to live to be 200? That's my plan. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be seeing it. You'll be seeing the uh, society when we have like space cars, space vehicles. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> well, there's also a study, Michelle, and this is relevant to me, is that reversal of the aging process. Mm-hmm. You know, certain things uh, decrease over as we get older. Yeah. Well, my aging is going up as I hear the the garbage truck outside. <laughs> Do you like that? <laughs> That's the kind of stuff that stresses me out. That's a delivery. Oh. <laughs> um, so, so the thing is, is that uh, aging is something that can be exacerbated by stress. And so once you start to get rid of stress, um, those tendencies seem to reverse or become mm. more stable. And so they've actually done this whole chart where it shows that uh, tendencies, there's a reversal to um, to the aging process. Wow. So if now, somebody has gray I, hair, is their gray hair going to go away? <laughs> no, no. That's I a new study you can do. The parameters, yeah. 
<laughs> no, but this is so great, though. I mean, there's scientific research behind it. There are obvious benefits, both in the body and the brain, the way you actually approach your life. So it changes your personality, too, right? Yes, yes. Um, and, and it's the simple kind of thing, you know, like it, if you've got a good night's sleep and you're feeling pretty bright and perky the next day, mm-hmm. when you get this deep rest twice a day and you are feeling regularly uh, more rested and refreshed, happier within, um, a little bit more alert, then you can become um, much more tolerant, more patient. Actually, uh, there's been studies that show harmo- harmonious behavior improvement. You might want to delete that. That harmonious behavior improves and that um, individuals are more productive in the workplace and that you know, it's the basis of loving behavior, not just mm-hmm. only with your friends and family, but also with um, uh, your coworkers and your supervisors. You can just be more at ease. Uh, sometimes when I teach someone to meditate, like in the first few, few days, they'll notice something. Um, I just taught someone this week, and she said, um, well, I had someone comment today that I didn't get upset and respond the way I used to, mm. talking about used to like as in last week. The person had been meditating two days. That's <laughs> awesome. So the results happen quickly. This sounds like something that I should be doing because I have a tendency to, to react certain kinds of ways to things. So that's really interesting that you can shift that just by doing this technique. That's amazing. Yes, and you're not. it's not an intentional technique. Like, for instance, when we sit down to meditate – we're not like trying to improve um, some virtue or some quality in our behavior that we want to make an improvement on. Mm. When you settle down and get deep breaths and release those stresses, it's like stress you can look at like an irritant in the physiology. It affects the body and it affects the mind. And Stress is at the basis usually of negative um, feelings, negative behaviors. Mm -hmm. And when you get rid of that stress and strain, you're taking away that irritant out of the system. People generally are very nice as as their basic nature. It's only that buildup of stress and strain that makes them less than lovable. Mm -hmm. So so you don't have to do TM as like a, as a way to solve a problem that you're dealing with. Like, you don't have to sit down with that intention, because it's going to happen automatically. That's what I'm hearing. Yes, with regular practice, definitely. Okay, so how does learning this work? Uh, Well, we teach TM the same way all over the world, and we highly recommend that individuals first go to an introductory talk where they find out about TM from a certified instructor, and these are um, held throughout the United States all week, you know, at Mm -hmm. different times of the day. You can go to tm.org and find out your local center, right? Find your local center, your local TM teacher, and also um, schedule a talk right there online. Mm -hmm. So it's very easy to do. And once you attend an introductory talk, then um, they explain the course of instruction. And I'll just cover that briefly. TM is taught over four consecutive days. Um, The first session is a one-on-one with uh, a certified instructor, and you actually learn how to meditate. Then we have you start meditating on your own twice a day. You start that immediately from the first day. Mm -hmm. 
So the first day is not like an eight-hour day. Like you don't have to take vacation off of work, right? Every, every session is an hour and a half. Oh, great. So it's totally doable for the busy folk out there, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. And you can fit this in. And the benefits far outweigh the time that you need to invest in learning it. Yes. Well, you need yeah. that four-day course so because every day while you're practicing it on your own, then you come back for group follow-up sessions where we cover very practical information like how do you know you're meditating correctly, uh-huh. what's, ha- what's happening in the mind and body, and how does that give rise to the different experiences you're already having. Mm-hmm. And then also, um, you know, we cover things about how does consciousness grow over time with regular practice. So you get everything you need in that four-day course, an hour and a half each day. That sounds great. But we don't leave you there. We highly recommend that you come back whenever you like to meet privately with a teacher or um, to have a a group follow-up session. And you can do this for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. It's a lifetime follow-up. That's awesome. One more question that popped into my head as you were talking about this. Is it possible that some people might meditate too much? Let's say they they just enjoy the benefits so much that they want to do more than 20 minutes in the morning (laughs) and more than 20 minutes at night. Well, if that person, no, nobody has time for that these days, but it's an excellent question because we would never recommend that. Okay. We, We only recommend 20 minutes twice a day. Okay. So you can go too far with this. Well, most people who take the course wouldn't. You know, because they understand the balance. TM is something that you want to um, uh, meditate uh, and then engage in dynamic activity. Because the the benefits actually become stabilized with that dynamic activity. Mm-hmm. And you want to be clear and focused during the day. And 20 minutes twice a day brings that about. Right. So this would actually be great for somebody who normally turns to drugs or alcohol, right, to try to numb themselves against what they have to deal with, right? So instead, do your TM session at night rather than having a bottle of wine. <laughs> um, yes, it could be that way. Or um, individuals that are in recovery or they're dealing with their um, uh, addictive behaviors actually find that with regular practice, those behaviors become more moderate mm-hmm. and uh, tend to drop off. Yeah. And, and all of these benefits come about very naturally. You know, you don't have to try to become more uh, or less anxious. You don't have to try to stop smoking. Mm-hmm. The uh, TM will help you do that. That's so and, great. And uh, how has TM changed your life, Kathy? Because you've been doing it for so long, like I can't possibly see anything being wrong with you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, thank you. (laughs) This is audio only. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Um, The thing is, is that I started at a very young age, you know, uh, when I was 20. So it completely transformed everything. You know, I, I not only started TM, but I became a TM teacher really quickly. Mm -hmm. And so it became my career. Um, I had such a a wonderful response to it right in the the early days of the practice Mm -hmm. that I thought people should know about this. So you haven't had any periods of life where you went through a major change. Like they say the the biggest stressors are moving, divorce, um, you know, a death in the family, things like that. Like, have you ever had a major stressor? And how did TM help you get through that? Well, 
I, I don't think anyone gets away with not having major events in their life. And uh, all of those sound very familiar to me. And uh, TM is like, you know how um, you can be, what is it, a boat that's in high waves on, you know, in a storm? Mm-hmm. Or you could be a boat that's anchored to the depths. In what I think of as TM is it anchors you to the quietest level of yourself. And it provides a level of fulfillment and satisfaction from deep within that just provides an unshakable basis to no matter what you're going through. Because everybody is still going to go through those things. Life happens. But it's how uh, deeply anchored are we to our our inner self. And that's what changes Mm -hmm. with regular. And that and TM specifically helped you get through your major life events over the years as well, it sounds like. Uh, Absolutely. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No question. (laughs) Kathy, you're so great. And I've it's been such a great interview. Everybody's probably googling tm.org right now. And I encourage all of you wherever you're located, go to your local center for that info talk so you can get more information. They'll actually show you some of the research, the scientific research that they've done. It's it's very cool. And people get a chance to ask questions of the certified teacher, you know, about how TM could help them, mm-hmm. which is very helpful. So. Absolutely. Kathy, thank you once again for all of your time and your energy and for sharing your wisdom and knowledge with the listeners of NOL. Thank you, Michelle. It was delightful speaking with you. Have a great topic you'd like to hear discussed on an upcoming episode of Nothing Off Limits? Email us at ideas at ladyfoxentertainment.com. In the meantime, please subscribe, rate the show, and go to ladyfoxentertainment.com to sign up for our email list and to check out our resources page. Thanks so much for listening. Talk to you next time.